Love them, hate them, can't live without them. That's right, our family. But more specifically, family businesses. My dad started our organization over 10 years ago, and myself, my brothers, my sister, my mom, were carrying on the torch. But it hasn't always been sunshine and rainbows. Today, we're talking about family drama, trauma, and having to fire people closest to you, people in my own family. You're smart, you're motivated, you wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Garino, and welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. Listen, I know how this goes. I work with almost every person in my family. My sister is my CFO, my chief financial officer. My brother is her right-hand man. My mother is the principal owner of our companies. We have in-laws, we have employees and their spouses and friends and you name it, but it all starts with my family. And let's be real, working with your family can be the greatest experience in the world but it can also be extremely challenging and hard to find a work-life balance among the chaos. You know, when I think about working with family, I think about it very fondly, but there's a lot of drama that comes with it. You will talk about it, but you're bringing in a whole lot of past experience and past feelings and knowledge and emotions. And some of our guests that we've had here, you know, they've worked in family businesses too. And it's kind of a common theme that I hear with almost everybody in a family business. But there's also a lot of different ways you can get into family business. Maybe it's a business that your parents started and forced you to get into. It was like a lineage thing, like this is what you're going to do when you get older. Or maybe it's a business that your parents started and didn't care if you got involved or not, but somehow, some way you did. So let's talk about some pros of working together in a family business. In my opinion, working together in business can bring a family together. My dad started this organization when I was, gosh, 20, 22, 20 years old, and he built a legacy that myself and my siblings, we get to carry it on. You know, when he passed away, he was really the CEO, the founder, and the main stage presenter of our business. We do a real estate investing type of business, residential assisted living. And when he passed, it was like, uh oh, what do we do? The face of our business went away. It's like Geico and the little lizard dies, right? Like, what do you do? And so we kind of all came together and said, most businesses have trouble passing from one generation to another. Do we hire an outside speaker and completely rebrand? Do we have someone in the family carry it on and push forward? And at that point in time, I had literally been on like two stages in my life and it was mostly when he pulled me up there to give me flowers and thank me for doing all the behind the scenes work. I dreaded being on camera. I dreaded being on stage. And I share this story at our three-day training, but truly I was not interested at all in running the business. And one of our business coaches, he said to me, you know, if not you, then who? And we had been interviewing other people, but it wasn't necessarily going in the direction we wanted. And I knew that, Hey, I had watched my dad do this for a long time. Why don't I just try to do what he did? And the first time that I got to practice and go on stage, I realized 
I actually really like this. I think I didn't like being forced up there, but when I chose to go up there and when I had, you know, my own confidence, my own story to tell, I thought that it was actually fun. And I learned it was one of my, you know, God-given talents and skills. So I'm blessed to be able to carry on his business. I had run everything behind the scenes for eight years, but I had never taken that final step of running it from the front. And so being able to now put that last piece of the puzzle in and be able to carry it forward and then continue to work with some of my siblings has been such a blessing in our lives. Another pro to working with family is that work doesn't feel like work. You get to hang out with people you already know and get along with. You trust them with your life and you know everything about them, even the baggage. You get to have open lines of communication and communicate in a way that is sometimes raw, but always honest and respectful. You literally share the same blood. So it's easy for everyone to come together and steer the ship in one direction and towards the goals and objectives of the business. I saw this TikTok the other day that said, you know, our parents leave us too soon and our partners come into our lives too late, but our siblings are with us forever. And so for me working with siblings, and I know not everyone has the best relationship with their siblings and they're like, heck no, I'd never work with them. But for me, it's been really amazing because when one of us succeeds, we all succeed. And there's nothing I love more than seeing my family succeed. At the end of the day, I know that my family has my back and is always looking out for me, just like I am for them. It is mutual. So I thought it'd be fun to share a list of all the relationships of people that I've worked with, if I can remember it. So here we go. My dad, my mom, my sister, both my brothers, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, my ex-husband, some uncles, some cousins, my ex-mother-in-law, lots of friends, my sister-in-law's brother-in-law, my sister-in-law's sister. I think that's everybody. If I forgot you, I'm sorry. But I mean, I'm serious when I say we work with family. I've truly seen it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the breakups, and that's life. It happens. It's important to keep in mind when working with family, especially that you're not always going to see eye to eye and that you're more than likely going to have one or two or many uncomfortable conversations with the people that you love. All that to say, I pray every day that one of these days I'll get to work with my future children or my niece or nephew. I mentioned my niece because I'm already so impressed with her. She watches this show, so shout out to you, Farron. Maybe she'll be a guest one day. She's got her own YouTube channel, and she's a rock star. I'm so looking forward to when she's 16, 18, whenever she's ready. And I have a feeling that she'll want to come work with us and continue to progress the great work we're already doing. Admittedly, one of the toughest challenges of working with your family is managing how your past drama and trauma and family history influences your working together, right? You know how it goes that Thanksgiving or Christmas, somebody just has to bring up that one thing that, you know, divides the room into two sides. Well, sometimes that's what happens, but instead it's in leadership meetings, not at Christmas. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the work being conducted. You know, I adore my sister and actually growing up, we did not get along that well together. But once we started working together, we really, really learned how to make it work. My sister naturally goes negative first, right? But with time and conversation, once she can talk it out, she understands and she can see things from both sides. But if I didn't know this, it would trigger me because I'm a dreamer. 
And, you know, I want to just say, yes, yes, yes. I'm a yes girl. I want to say yes to everything. But because I get her and the way she works, it doesn't bother me at all, right? I can't say that it would be as easy to handle or manage if I didn't know my sister so well. It probably doesn't work like that in a traditional office. Now, we've screamed and yelled and it's gotten embarrassing, right? But sometimes it's like that. You have to work through those things. Don't think that you can do this easily or successfully without truly growing in yourself, right? Without forgiving them for who they were or what they said or how they acted. We've all seen that episode of the Kardashians where they're still talking about the genes that, you know, Kim borrowed from Courtney back in high school. It's like, get over it. You guys are 40 plus years old. Why are you talking about genes from high school? But if you're working together in business, you have to let go of those things. Like I said, I've worked with basically my entire family, including one of my uncles. And I will say this, he made a big mistake of treating and acting towards me like I was too young to be in the position that I held. And it led to a big fight. You know, I think about that often. I mentioned my niece earlier and I think about what if one day she was my boss? Would I be able to look at her not like the nine-year-old girl she is now? Would I be able to look at her like the 20-something or 30-something that she's my boss? and that she has the power and authority to to speak over me and tell me what to do, right? And I know that that's difficult because my brother, who's, you know, 26, 27, sometimes I look at him like he's 10 years old. So sometimes people are just stuck in your mind at a certain age. But with my uncle, I had to lay down the law, right? This is how it's going to go. And if you don't like it, then, you know, you're going to have to leave. And sometimes you do have to demand respect because I was a child in his eyes and I needed to break that with him. And it's sad and it's hard and some adults get it and some adults don't. But with my dad, he never treated us like we were children. He completely acted like we were adults at all time. We could handle conversations. We were, you know, mature enough to speak about different things, to take over different topics, but sometimes it's tough to have that correlation. So you will have to lay down the law with some people for different perspectives. Hey you, why waste time scrolling through social media when you could be learning how to raise capital, manage a team and be a boss. It's time to level up and hit that subscribe button for the young boss podcast. Now back to the show. Just like any other business environment, there are painful exits and difficult decisions that need to be made. I mean, we're running a business, not an intramural sports team, right? Not everybody wins the prize at the end. And let me tell you, if you thought letting go of a regular employee was hard, it is 10 times harder when you're with family. Like it's actually super freaking awkward. How's this for you? When I was married, I had to fire my (laughs) mother-in-law. Like, What a painfully awkward conversation and decision that I had to make. And I have to live with that for the rest of my life, right? Showing up to family dinners and holidays and being the person who, you know, forced my mother-in-law to enter the market looking for a new job. I felt like the worst daughter-in-law of all time. She was crying in front of me and understandably sad and distraught. And it was like nearly impossible to do it, but I had to do it. Always remember to be hot honest, open, transparent, and be sure to reinforce that it's not personal, it's business, because truly it is. You have to start that relationship that way and end it that way. 
Another tough exit of the business was when my brother and his wife left. You know, they were working for us for a long time and it was so great and I loved working with both of them. But when my dad passed, you know, it really wasn't the same anymore. And although we had accomplished a ton together, we weren't able to continue growing in the business in the same way. One thing I've learned is that all good things come to an end and unfortunately this was one of them. Sometimes I say the phrase, what got us here won't get us there. And it came to a point in time when we couldn't agree to a mutual agreement. So both parties agreed to go their separate ways. And did that get in the way of our relationship? I mean, for a bit, you know, and did I want that to happen? Absolutely not, because it's not personal, it's business. That's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But as a young boss, you have to have thick skin and a prerequisite understanding of the pitfalls of working with family. You might just have to fire them one day at some point, so stay ready. (laughs) There are some family members that are not good to work with, right? Some of you are listening and you're like, maybe this episode isn't for me because my family, uh uh-uh, not for me. But you've got to identify them right away and steer away from that. Cut it off sooner. The longer they stay, the worse it gets to say goodbye. Red flags have to be red flags 100% of the time. No nepotism. If they're not the right fit, slow to hire, quick to fire, get them out. I think it's really important to talk about how to balance trust and define roles in family business. This can be tricky because family members that aren't in leadership roles still catch wind of things because their relationship, which can make things complicated. So the family can feel a bit more attached to the company because of the relationship, wanting more responsibility than maybe they are ready for or can handle, and wanting a seat at the table for conversations outside the scope of their role, literally everything. That being said, we have to find a way to trust one another regardless of our role, but to also find time to shut off and end work conversations and just enjoy the fruits of our labor. You know, one time I was working a three day, but after it was my sister's birthday weekend. And so when we got to my mom's house to celebrate her birthday, you know, I'm just Belle at that point. I'm not on stage. I'm not your boss. I'm your annoying little sister who's filming TikToks with your daughter in the backyard. So what's waffle brain? Well, when it comes to work and family business, I actually think having a waffle brain, not a spaghetti brain is super, super helpful. So I think in the book, like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. They talk about men have waffle brains where everything's in a square. And so they can live in one square. They're thinking about just the sports game they're at. They're not thinking about what's happening with the kid and do they have to do laundry later and what's happening at work on Friday. But women are like spaghetti. Everything connects. Everything's together. I think waffle brain is a skill that you can develop. Even if you are spaghetti brain, men or women, who cares? It's about having that differentiation of where you're at. When you work with family, you don't want to end up having business dinners, right, instead of a family dinner. So having a waffle brain, you can separate those things. This is family time. So like with any relationship, you have to give each other space. You're already close as siblings or family members, but now you're literally spending every waking minute together with these people. And oftentimes it can get overwhelming, specifically when you're working with a partner. You know, I want to see my family members as a family member. 
So I will still schedule times to go play video games with my brother or have dinner with my mom or swing by my sisters to say hi to the kids. Not too often because I don't want to overwhelm them. I see them every day. I'm talking to them every day. So I don't need to go over and visit them every day, right? But I do want to have that separation of in this moment, I'm just your sister. In this moment, we're just talking about your husband or, you know, your son or what's going on with the kids at school or whatever's happening, right? I watched the show Yellowstone. I'm sure some of you guys watched that. And there was a quote in it where it said, family members who are employees or employees who are family members, which one are they? And I think that that's important because you do not want to have employees who are just family members, right? That's really tricky. It's super important to have that separation. At the end of the day, it's all about finding balance, work-life balance, family coworker balance, 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 balance. That's what's going to keep your family life alive. It's estimated that 30 to 40% of businesses in America are family owned and operated. And I don't know about you, but to me, that feels like a lot. So shout out to all the hardworking moms and dads out there striving to build something for your family. Of the 30 to 40% of businesses that are family owned, 40% of those businesses will be successfully passed on to a second generation. 13% of the original group are successfully handed to a third generation. Ouch. What do you think of those numbers? I mean, I think we can and should be doing better. After all, most people are building these businesses and working overtime to create something of value that can continue to provide for the many generations after them. Like I mentioned before, I'd love to train up my niece or my future children to learn about the business and keep it moving. But also, if they don't want that, that's perfectly fine. Now, you may be like, Belle. I don't have any kids and I don't want kids. So what about me? Well, you tell me, what's your plan for your business? Once you're ready to move on, is the goal to build extreme value, sell and spend the rest of your life on a beach, right? Hanging out. I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's amazing. That's what my friends without kids do all the time, right? They go on vacation wherever and whenever they want. So what is your exit plan? If it's not generational continuation, is it to sell, right? Is it to pass to some non-family member? It's definitely something to think about. You need to know your purpose. If you know your purpose, everything comes together. And a quick shout out to all my ladies out there crushing it. Here's some inspiring statistics about women in business. There are 11.6 million female-owned businesses in the U.S. Those 11.6 million businesses are responsible for 1.7 trillion in sales. They employ 9 million employees. And lastly, 4.2% of female-owned businesses have revenues of $1 million or more. That's amazing. I take inspiration from family businesses like Jerry and Jeannie Buss, similar to me and my dad, where the Lakers were passed down to Jeannie. And for me, Residential Assisted Living Academy was passed down to me. Hopefully one day I'll pass down my businesses to my kids and maybe she'll pass down to hers to someone in her family. When it comes to working with family, you have to remember that delivering bad news builds trust. You cannot play all nicey-nicey all day long. 
Honesty, regardless of the type of news, is always preferred, even though it may hurt or sting at first. If you're not being truthful with what's happening, if you're letting things slide just because they're a family member, it's going to bite you, especially as the boss, as the young boss. So make sure that you learn this lesson right now. You have to be truthful with people just as if they were a non-family member employee with you, because if you give them special treatment and you treat them with kid gloves, it's only going to bite you in the ass later. Working with family in a business setting can be both rewarding and challenging. It can bring you closer together, foster trust, and make work more enjoyable. However, past conflicts and personal history can affect relationships requiring personal growth and open communication to bridge the gap and overcome these roadblocks. Painful exits and difficult decisions are also a part of the journey, so be warned. But clear boundaries and compromise can help navigate them. Balancing trust in different roles is vital, but also creating a supportive work environment that everyone can enjoy. Lastly, succession planning ensures the business continues to thrive across generations. And remember, delivering bad news honestly builds trust. So embrace the unique dynamics of family business and strive for growth and harmony. Through all the ups and downs, when done correctly, it's as good as it gets. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with me, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you work in a family business, let me know and drop what business it is. I'd love to check it out. Remember, your youth is your power.